Welcome to Cheers to Home Ownership. Cheers, guys. This is Amy Trim. I'm a loan officer here in Washington State. And I'm Kathleen Facey, a real estate broker in Washington State as well. And this podcast is everything to do with home ownership, from buying, selling, refinancing even, um, but really everything to do with owning a home. We'll be interviewing all of the professionals that are involved in buying, selling, refinancing, and owning a home. <laughs> Kathleen and I have been teaching uh, home buyer classes together for over eight years now. I believe it's been that long. No. <sighs> so, um, but in these home buyer classes, we cover 23 benchmarks that go into buying a home. And even though this podcast um, episode is about buying, we do cover more than just buying in this, in this, um, in Cheers to Home Ownership. Absolutely. Um, but today we actually get to do something fun. Yes. So today we are interviewing a home buyer class participant, Jared McFarlane. And we are really excited to have him on. He took our class last year and he has an interesting perspective. He, has it been a year already? Well, last year, like, you know, because oh, it's duh, 2023. Yeah. <laughs> We're only in February. So, you know. <laughs> In the last year, he attended the class, um, but he comes, you know, looks at buying a home in a in a perspective, looking at in a, a bigger financial component of yeah. somebody's portfolio. Because um, Jarrah is an accredited portfolio management advisor from the College of Financial Planning, and he is a founder of a Washington State registered investment advisory firm. Yeah. yeah. Jared believes strongly in the power of home ownership and that single family residence is an investment vehicle for all Americans. Love that. Yes. And in, in his spare time, he enjoys lifting weights, drinking good coffee, and going to <laughs> Mariners games. Welcome, Jared. Hey, thanks for having me, you guys. Absolutely. Thank you so much for doing this with us. So now, I I, I know you you took our class. Um, you know how much I love my numbers and geeking out. And I promise <laughs> I'm not going to do that here. But I'm excited to have a fellow math fan on this episode. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. So I'm curious, though. You have a financial background. Why were you interested in taking a homebuyer class? Like, what specifically were you wanting to learn or, or see um, from a perspective of a realtor or a loan officer by taking a class. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've always been, you know, familiar with, with real estate as it's, you know, somewhat adjacent to what I do. Right. Uh, but in, in doing some research across kind of, you know, the demographics of who, who has wealth and who doesn't in this country, one of the defining factors is, uh, is home ownership. And actually, for the majority of the middle class, home ownership makes up a substantial part of their net worth, and it's a really it's a really important part. Uh, and so, people send their people send their kids to college. Sometimes people retire through their real estate. Uh, so, you know, kind of coming from from my background, when I look at when I look at investments, the single family home is is right up there. Like I tell all my clients, if possible, that's a move we want to make because. Not only is it is it something that you're going to own and you're going to is going to appreciate. It's also a place uh, that you get to you get to call home, right? Like I moved a lot right. uh, when I was younger. I think there's a, a an important aspect to it. Uh, 
of it, it being home and everybody that I know that has grown up in the same home, it's been a really, really positive thing for them. So, uh, you know, with that being said, the, the way I kind of look at it is, is it's like, it's one part of your investment mix. Uh, but it's for a lot of, for a lot of people, it's kind of a forced savings account. And, oh gosh, uh, yeah. I, I really, I really like thinking about it that way. Well, that's great. I, um, um, that's exactly how we think. So you were giving me chills right now. Yeah. That's awesome. She's looking at me with her eyes wide open going, oh, yes. yes. So Jara, how did you find us? I mean, there are so many other options out there for homebuyer classes. And what made you pick ours? I mean, let's, uh, be, well, let's be honest. Was it the free lunch? You can say it. That that that, that definitely helped. Uh, <laughs> I can't lie. That that was that was a, a nice a nice add-on. But I was really... <laughs> <laughs> at the brewery. Yeah, no, we were really excited about that. Uh, awesome spot to have it. Uh, there actually weren't, you know, weren't a fair, a fair number of them in the kind of downtown, like Seattle metro area. Okay. And so uh, there were a couple up north and yours was during like, you know, a good time. Yes. Uh, I think some of them were from like 8 a.m. to noon or something like that. Yeah, on way a weekend, too early, right? I, yeah. So, uh, I'm not a morning girl. That wasn't going to happen just to let you know. <laughs> yeah. So it was, it was a convenience thing. Uh, okay. and you know, I found it on the, on, I believe the Washington state, uh, housing finance commission website. Oh, good. Okay. And it was, uh, and also I like the fact that there were, there were two of you who were teaching it. Uh, because some of the other ones just had one professional, okay. uh, who was maybe just an agent. I don't think there were any any brokers, uh, but but that that also stood out. So it was it was kind of the combination of those factors. Awesome. And then you found out how cool we were, right? Yes. <laughs> you're like, man, that was the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> oh no. yeah, I still have this. I still have the certificate. Yay. Oh, see, and it's good for two years. <laughs> so oh, yeah. you know, you should put that on the wall oh. or something like that. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, so but it, being serious, you are looking to buy your first home, right? Yes. And yes, so what for yourself or for somebody your age or for what you think in talking with your friends, what do you think the biggest obstacles are in preventing people from becoming homeowners? Uh well, the first part is uh especially in a in a rate environment like this, uh, it's expensive. You know, so if you're just, if you're just one person and the, and the trouble with being, you know, my age being 22 is that most people aren't married at 22. So it's really only one income stream that you have to finance, uh, finance that home. And especially in an area like Seattle, like you better be making large six figures if you're going to be able to qualify by yourself. And, uh, and, you know, to, to put on top of that, a lot of young people my age coming out of school have student loan, they may have a car note. Uh, so, you know, just from the kind of the important part of, of families, uh, formation, uh, that is, is a pretty substantial net worth builder for a lot of people hasn't happened yet. And so, uh, you know, there are ways around it, which is what I, what I want to get into a little bit, but, uh, part of that is like co-buying with somebody else, but Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that's the that's the main thing is is having enough income to service uh, service your mortgage payment if it's if it's just just you. Well, that's where you come in, right? So I feel like we're a great partnership in that way, the three of us. 
because you help them with building their finances. We also have, you know, the their, avenues. Their savings their and their savings. investments. Yeah. Well, and, you know, we, we do kind of all look at this industry. Like you said, you're adjacent to this industry, finance. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, you know, co-buying with somebody else is definitely um, a different addition to being able to qualify for a higher price point. Right. And it seems to having be more than income streams. More often now. Yeah. Because of the things that Jared was talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, the 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 issue with student loans is is, you know, it's been around for a long time. Right. In mm-hmm. qualifying people with student loans. Um, you know, the <clears throat> the rules have changed a little bit here and there. Different loan programs allow us to use different minimum payment qualifications um, for Mm -hmm. student loans. Some are more helpful than others. But when you have a couple hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt, you know, even on the cheapest of those qualification criteria, that's still a large chunk of funds that we have to hit you with payment-wise to qualify. Did you feel the down payment assistance programs that we talked about, did you feel like that maybe helped uh, with maybe, what is the, what am I looking for? The breaching those obstacles, some of them of, you know, the, the money that in your age that buyers need to, yeah. to be able to, yeah, to get to this, this home buying, um, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, get in, involved in it. Right. Yeah. yeah that was. That was one of that was the, one of the other things is obviously especially in an area like Seattle, uh, the down payment's going to be pretty hefty uh, if you want ten percent down. Like that's a lot of money, yeah. and the net worth of most people in their twenties is actually negative when you account for when you account for loans and things like that. Right. So you know when I look at it and when I was exploring the options uh, and I look at it from a finance perspective in terms of of uh, qualifying for down payment assistance, it's really kind of a no-brainer because the way that the program is set up, where it's three percent simple interest deferred for thirty years, uh, you're able, you know, you can get four and a half percent in a savings account right now. Yeah, and that's and that's not simple interest; that's compound interest. So let's right. say you decided that you had you had you know your retirement, and you're like, do I want to put this towards the down payment on a house, or do I want to borrow for the down payment on? on on the house uh and just i can tell you from strictly a numbers perspective and this is not you know any prescriptive advice at at all because each person's situation is unique uh and and you want to be comfortable with what you're doing but from a money perspective if we assume you know conservative annual returns in the markets of four and between four to five percent mm-hmm. uh the difference that that's going to make uh if you borrow for the down payment and let your investments grow uh, is going to be huge on your net worth later. And when it comes to just borrowing, even if you don't have any investments to fork over for the down payment, it can also make sense because the, you know, the long-term annual compounded inflation rate in the United States is just above 3%. Yeah. So if you think about it at simple interest, you're really just paying the inflation on that debt. Uh, and so, you know, over time we would expect the the purchasing power, your purchasing power to outgrow the simple interest that's accruing on that debt. And which would, and it would make that what we call in, in, in finance, uh, have net, net present value. So the, the, 
the value of taking that action today makes a lot of sense when you factor in everything. Uh, so I think it's also like, I didn't know that down payment assistance was available. That was something I had no idea about, uh, until I believe a realtor friend of mine told me about that. And I was like, Hmm, I should look into it. And so, so it's also, yeah, people don't know about it. I'm so glad you did. And you know, and I loved what you said basically is that, you know, that there is no, there's no reason really to wait. If you can, if you can figure it out, if you qualify and you're comfortable with the payment and the down payment can be financed, go for it. And, and in essence, it's not finance for free because you still owe the money, but this particular down payment assistance program, the home advantage option uh, is at 0% interest rate on, on the down payment. I mean, what do you have to lose? And like you said in the beginning, which we truly believe in, we wouldn't be in this business if we didn't, but you're creating wealth. And it's one of the, yes, through home ownership. And it's one of the biggest and easiest ways that you can. And yep. stability. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's so many benefits to homeownership and we could go on and on, but right. <laughs> yep. from, from taxes to. Yeah. Taxes, the write-offs, everything, yep. you know, we don't get into to write-offs um, and, you know, breaking out the tax benefits in the class because everybody's income or tax situation yep. is so unique and tax laws change. We're not CPAs. <laughs> But there are such great benefits to homeownership that we just want people to be informed about them. So I'm really glad that a lot of that resonated with you um, in the class. Absolutely. Hey, Jira, talking about the class, what were some of your aha moments? I mean, do you you remember any big takeaways that you had? Uh, You know, for I would consider, given my situation, that I I came in pretty well-versed. Yeah. Uh, But... But just kind of, you know, when, when Amy ran some of the numbers looking at like, okay, there's a $400,000 home, there's a $500,000 home. <laughs> like what, what's, what's our payment going to be? What, what's that going to look like? Uh, and seeing that those numbers were not only, not only not scary, but in some cases reasonable and doable yeah. uh, was, that was kind of the aha moment. And, you know, That's I hadn't, great. I hadn't ran that all out beforehand, but, uh, but it's, it's, you know, it still holds, still holds true now. Uh, That's so, awesome. so I would encourage everybody to, to go and try and do that. Like look at a house near you, see, see what a theoretical payment would be if you borrowed for the down payment or whatnot. Uh, mm-hmm. And just kind of run yourself through that, that thought exercise. Because Absolutely. It's, and it's looking good at to your know. options, right? It is good to know. Yeah. Because you, you never know. Sometimes people come in almost defeated before they even you know, are done at the end of the class, sometimes they're in tears going, oh my gosh, is this actually possible? And you never know until you actually look and, and be open to, to seeing if it's a possibility. It's so true. We've had so many people come through the class and just think, you know, and we're probably way ahead of, yeah, way ahead of being able to do this for two, three, four, five years. Um, then after we get through the class, they're like, hmm, maybe this is possible. Let's just start. They start talking with Amy. And then sometimes they actually can do something right now and a, yeah. a lot more than they even they Well, even because fathom. of the, because numbers just, you know, they, they, they don't lie. Yeah. Okay. So, and also you not only come from 
um, you know, you're not only a numbers guy, but what you do for a living and your passion, knowing finances and having a, like you said, really an understanding of it all, that you can actually get something out of the class. It shows that this isn't just for beginners. It's not for just, I mean, you know, there's so much for everyone to learn from coming to this class. And that's kind of cool. Yeah, it is five hours. I mean, the class that we teach is no joke. The state does mandate that it's five hours because there's 23 benchmarks that we go over. um, and, And that's quite a bit. So confession time. Are you ready? Yeah. Was it worth it? Was it worth your time for what you got out of the class? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Uh, awesome. Yay. Yeah. Even, even for somebody from, from my, from my position. And it's, and it's nice because you hear in the news, like if you're, if you follow the news, it's just like millennials can't afford to buy houses. Gen Z will always be priced out of the home market. But those are all like, like that's the New York times. You're not actually talking to people in the business who are writing loans and selling houses. So to go and get some, some information from people who actually have skin in the game and do it for a living is probably, is probably better than, than like doomsday scrolling, so to speak. Absolutely. Do your research. And, and there's no time, there's no age where you know that you know do you know you know what I'm it saying? can't it's never too late yeah. to buy all uh, well you want to be at least 18 well right yes but, but but it's never too late and it's yeah. it's never just, too early it's well. never it's it's just when it's right for you yep. so and, and that's that's kind of something that I tell my clients in regards to investing as well it's like the best day to start investing was yesterday or yeah. <laughs> six years ago or 10 years ago like we can't get that back, but the second best day is today. Yeah. Uh, and asset prices go up like 72% of the time. So really you just, you know, there's so much opportunity cost that can come from, from waiting and some people wait all their lives. So that's true. You know, can I ask you one last question about yourself? Um, sure. And cause I really want to know now, if we were wanting to refer you, what would be your, client, what would be what you're looking for in a client? Uh, So I work best with uh, younger professionals uh, in what I call the critical stages of wealth building. Uh, You know, that's, that can look like a couple things. uh, But, but most of the time, it's somebody who is uh, fresher out of school or in the, the meteor years of of their earnings potential, which for most people is between 25 and 50. Okay. Uh, and it's about, you know, it's about analyzing where they're at, how their investments are set up, uh, what retirement looks like for them, what, you know, the future looks like for them, uh, whether it's, whether it's sending kids to college, whether it's retiring early, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're, you know, most of the time my clients know they want to invest they know that they want to start investing but they just kind of need that push in the right direction uh and somebody to show them that you know yes it is really possible and uh and that they can harness kind of the the public markets and make a huge difference for themselves so i work with i work with uh, a lot of folks at the kind of bigger area tech companies uh, who do receive you know equity composite uh equity compensation and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And then I have as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then I have as well a, a smaller 
client base of pre-retirees who have already gone through that critical wealth building. And now it's like, how do we make this last? Uh, And, and my, my goal is to work as much as possible with people who are just starting and wanting to build that asset base for themselves. So I, I have a program I call the Head Start program, uh, where I don't charge fees for invested assets under 120,000, because believe it or not, that's the median net worth of an American family. So I feel like until you hit that benchmark, it's not fair to to charge fees because it's going to put such a big drag on your on your returns. That's amazing. That's great, and that was called Head Start. Head Start. Head yep. Start with Jared. Awesome. Well, I'm excited. To, to have anyone that is interested and in hopefully of listening to this podcast so they can reach out to us and we can refer you that um, we would we would love to do that yes and it's absolutely because you know you 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 see it you see it and and know how important home ownership is in building wealth and changing people's lives and that's that's really our passion so um, speaking of a passion <laughs> this this podcast is called Cheers to Home Ownership. So if you were cheersing, if something was you were toasting to home ownership and something was in your glass mug or, or cup, what would you be cheersing with? What beverage? I would be I would be cheersing with uh Jim Beam whiskey neat. Uh Ooh. one one ice cube. One ice cube. <laughs> one one big ice cube. Yeah. Oh, I love those big ice cubes. Awesome. Uh-huh. Very cool. Well, thank you so much, Jara. We really appreciate you being here and helping kind of put this different perspective into place for people who are contemplating or thinking about taking a home buyer class and maybe see what they might find to be helpful as well. Mm-hmm. And cheers to home ownership. Cheers, guys. Cheers to home ownership. <laughs>